0: Okay, good morning. Uh today's daf is that. Daf today's Shir is the Ilunishma Se Shalva bas David, Mira bas Avram Chaim Boroh. May the Nashomas have an aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. Um we'll go right from the top of Ayn Zion Amr Allah, uh seventy seven A at the top. Um yeah, this is this next piece is in Lang. I mean it's clear it's addressed by our Mishnah. As you'll see, it's a slightly larger discussion. So it's a time, we learned in a Mishnah over there. This is in Over there means Maseches Shabbos. This is where you would expect to find the final Mishnah, as you'll see. May firim nadarim be Shabbos v'nish'olim shaheim betzorah Shabbos. You're allowed to annul nadarim on Shabbos. Sorry, let's see. you're allowed to cancel the nadarim on Shabbos, may And you can ask a sage for a Torah's Nadorim when they are necessary for Shabbos. Now, just before we go into the, the first question that Gamora is going to address, which they all point out, is this Shaheen, letorah Shabbos, where they are necessary for Shabbos? Is that going back on just a Taurus nadarim, when you have to ask the sage? Or is it going back even on a Forest I Is it, would you read the, where, where would you put the karma? Would you put a freedom nadarim? But Shabbos, and ishalim nadarim, you can cancel, do haforah and ha-tarah's nodorim, shaheim Shabbos, when they are necessary for Shabbos, but you put the comma between the two clauses, and say, may in the Shabbos, you can always do ha-tarah's on Shabbos, but you can only do ha-tarah's where it's necessary for Shabbos. Let's say someone took a neder, I don't know, every fifth of the month, ma- his father's yot was on the tenth of the month, so he said, every tenth of, every month I fast, or he fasts. On his father's side and it turns out it's a Shabbos, so that's necessary for Shabbos that he can eat. It's a key part of Shabbos, eating on a Shabbos. So therefore, he would be allowed to get the netter and out. Just while I'm mentioning that, the, some of the poskim may extend that not only if it's for Shabbos, but for any mitzvah. So if there's a netter preventing you doing another mitzvah, you can get that netter cancelled by the panel. Of uh, either a Yochim Mumcha, an expert sage, or a panel of three sages, is, one saying if it's... Would it cancel no the, the, the noire neder permanently after oh. it's been enough? So that's what we've discussed. Uh, no, so so, so that uh, we mentioned earlier in the Masech Rabbi Akiva taught that if you've cancelled part of the neder, the whole neder is cancelled. Yeah. So if you took a neder that, I don't know, every tenth of the month he fasts, and then he gets that neder, and does Hattoris Nadorim. Um, then it's for every tent of the month, not just the one that he wants it and out for. Um, now the question is, what's the problem with Hattoris Nadorim? It's not allowed a fire, it's not plowing, it's not baking, not one of the so, you know, So it's a xeridra on him, and there's a discussion, I mean, some of it comes out from Algamora, some of it comes out from the Gomorrah in Shabbos, and the Rishonim, but it seems there's two concerns. Well, actually, three concerns that I've come across. One is Mercy Kadina. This will see it out. It looks like a court case. You're not allowed to have court cases on Shabbos. Again, fair question, why not? Why can't you have a court case on Shabbos? But you're not allowed to have a court case on Shabbos. And... Hattoris Nadorim looks like that, because you go before either a Yofi Mumche who could be a Dayan who could judge a court case, or you're going between three people who are acting as dionic, So it looks like a court case. That's the one possibility. Another possibility is Tirchats a Barba. You're not allowed to do something that is takes effort unnecessarily on Shabbos. Okay, if it's necessary, you can put in the effort, but something that's unnecessary, you would not be allowed to do. And then a third reason here that the, the Sharetzion brings from the Lavush um, is, I um, bring also from your day, says the reason is because that's, uh, you're only allowed to, really on Shabbos, you're only allowed to speak about things that are relevant to Shabbos. You're not allowed to speak about things that are also to do on Shabbos and things that you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. The weakness in that, I think. But you're revoking the vow that you took about Shabbos. Oh, so if it's something for Shabbos that we've seen, everyone agrees you can can get cancelled. You can not do our Torah, So that wouldn't be. Now the question is, M'nzoach et generally applies to something you're not allowed to do. So you're not allowed to cook on Shabbos, so you shouldn't be discussing, let's cook this, let's have a bra. That sort of... uh, But... Sorry, does that I can't have a discussion. Come to you, eat me for lunch on Saturday. I said, you know, come Sunday for lunch. We're going to have a meal. how we can prepare the food. Um, how far this uh, this thing goes? Yeah. It's uh, it's tricky but uh, you probably shouldn't discuss the details at all. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, come for lunch, lunch as well, yeah. because uh, there's even a discussion of discussing things to make plans for after Shabbos. But if there's something you could do on Shabbos, come for lunch. That would be fun to discuss. Uh, we'll we'll to find here. And we'll have a bra That's Details Yeah, maybe. Uh, but uh, I don't remember them clearly enough, the halachas. Um, but another weakness in that is, it's kind of, it has to be osu to speak about it. And then you're not allowed to speak about it. What we're saying is, why aren't you allowed to speak about it? Is because it's something you shouldn't be speaking about. It generally would be the other way around. It would be something you're not allowed to speak about, or something you're not allowed to do, and then you're not allowed to... Okay, so that's, that reason uh, needs a little bit of thought. I, I want to extend and Maybe, strictly speaking, you shouldn't be speaking about anything not to do with sharp scan. That's a very high level and a fairly strict level. And then maybe you could say, so a ned air discussing uh, eating carbs during the week, or a ned air whether you're allowed to eat apples, you know, apples or not and there's no apples inside, sight, is, uh, is, is, is unnecessary speech. But then what, what the Gemara is going to ask is, again, going back on that, this point of Shabbos, for Shabbos, where it's necessary for Shabbos. So whichever reason you're learning it to, we can say the rabbis waved the kadina, or where it's necessary for Shabbos, the rabbis waved their Gezeira and said, even though it looks a little bit like a court case, you can still get it, get HaTorah. And if the reason is Tircha, again, if it's necessary for Shabbos, it's Tircha Litzorah Shabbos. We don't say you're not allowed to set the table for lunch on Shabbos because it's Tircha. If it's necessary for Shabbos, you're allowed to do it. So if you need this letter and al for Shabbos, even though it is a little bit of a mission, you would be allowed to do it. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's if you learn Balitzorah Shabbos. Um, we can also explain why forest Nadorim you could annul any neder, or it's a little bit easier to explain how forest the and how we could annul any neder, because personally it's not messy It doesn't look like a court case. It's the husband just saying, "I cancel your vows." And also, if it's tircha, you can say it is necessary because if the husband doesn't annul it today, he's not going to be allowed to annul it tomorrow. So it's necessary. So therefore, it's not a unnecessary tircha. And he would have to do it. Um, Yeah, so that's a little bit... uh, And then I'm just not clear exactly why should hafora be also at all? Unless you say it's got to do with speaking about something irrelevant to Shabbos, but it's like hardly a tirchah. it's just saying a sentence, and it's a thing, but there is the implication that hafara might be, I mean the Gemara is going to ask the question and say maybe you should only be allowed to do hafara of notarim that affects Shabbos, but I'm not sure why, neither of those reasons of mercy, or Tirch to apply. Um, to So that I'm not clear on. And then just one interesting point I noted in the Mishburah. It says obviously this is all, once we say Nishalim mm-hmm. and Adorim Shehid Natsari you can annul Nandorim that are necessary for Shabbos. That would obviously mean try not have to. And you can do hafara on Shabbos, but try not have to. So you said so some ramifications. So the first one will be clear in the Gomorrah, but further down is, if you could get your net canceled before Shabbos, go to the sages before Shabbos. Again, okay, if you didn't, we'll see you can still get your letter canceled on Shabbos. You can go to the sages on Shabbos. Let's say you tried, you phoned the, there's dinner, and they said, no, sorry, we're too busy uh, coming uh, tomorrow morning. So you're going on Shabbos morning, that would be one thing. But, or you couldn't get hold of them. But, even if you could get it annulled on of Shabbos. If you didn't, you can get it annulled on Shabbos, but the Mishnah says rather do it before Shabbos. Is, um, is, there, is there any obligation um, to record the proceedings of... Ah, uh, oh, so that could be with a court case. Yeah, uh, actual court case there is. They yeah. would yeah. actually have two scribes yeah. so of I the, the stenographers You can then you go to something uh, say, yeah. uh, it should not be recorded. Yeah, yeah. so in that area, Hattoris Nadori will see the differences between it and a regular court case. Yeah. Um, but you, you don't have to record it. Definitely. It's not a court case. Yeah. Um, so uh, we will see differences over the dach. Um So that's the one thing. The other thing that Mishra says that I thought was quite interesting, he says similarly, if a woman knows she's taken a mede, and her husband has not yet heard about it, she shouldn't tell him about it on Shabbos. Because then he has to do it on Shabbos, so rather tell him on Sunday. But then 24 yeah. have Well, uh, refer to it from the time he has and then uh, that's the one thing. And then, But obviously if he has heard about it, then he has to announce it on that day. Um, and and I, obviously also if it's where it's not to sorry Shabbos, if she, she's taken a gave a netter too fast on the 10th of every month, and it turns out that uh, the 10th of is on uh, Shabbos, then she can tell her husband about that netter. Yes. So it's not, it's not when she actually makes the, the netter. Yeah. She tells him two days later, I'll make this nether then you can stop. yeah even a few months yeah it's uh, I mean, yes, it yeah but young show so it says ibayluh <laughs> the Gemara asks like a lot of this question is as we've discussed i just it's easier to do it as an introduction and get those points to clarify this idea of Haforah and hatorah on Shabbos. So mayfir in doing the shabbes tariq shabbes idim afil are you allowed to do haforash le on Shabbos? Only for the, what's necessary for Shabbos, or even if they're not necessary for Shabbos, as we said when the, when the previous Mishnah says Shahen l'tzorei Shabbos, is that just going back on Haforos Nadorim, or is it going back even on Haforos Nadorim? So Toshma coming here. You are only allowed to do Haforos Nadorim if it's necessary for Shabbos. This Ravashi, Ravashi says, Holo, traar, hachi. But what about Ravashi? She says, wait, what about our mishnah Didn't it teach? Im at if she took the Neder shortly before the end of Shabbos, you're allowed to annul the Neder as long as it's not yet dark. So our mishnah clearly implies, you can annul the Neder a few minutes before Motzei Shabbos. That's not Littoriya Shabbos, it's just wait a few minutes. Whatever the netter is, just wait a few minutes and it doesn't... So it's not Littoriya Shabbos. So we see from our Mishnah, our Mishnah clearly implies you can do Haphores nodorium even where it's not necessary for Shabbos. Again, as you said, Al Mishnah says you can annul a neder a few minutes right before the end of Shabbos, which wouldn't... Obviously then you're not achieving anything for Shabbos. So he says, um, Littoriya Shabbos, the the iomar the tzarikha shabbas in shalol tzarech haShabbos, law if you're going to say that you're only allowed to announce that you're only allowed to do have forest nadorim if it's necessary for Shabbos, but not if it's not necessary for Shabbos. Ma ayri cha shekha socha yom each to shalala tzareh. Why is it mentioning just before dark? You're not allowed, only if it's dark are you not allowed to announce the nadorim neither, Even if it's the middle, of, the middle of Shabbos, the day, the morning of Shabbos. And you should not be allowed to the nether because it is a nether that is not necessary for Shabbos. As I pointed out, it's, not, it's clearly discussing a nether that's not necessary for Shabbos because it's discussing a it a few minutes before the end of Shabbos. And so, or maybe because it doesn't make any distinction in what sort of nether, it just says it's a blanket rule, you can do a forest for any neder. So the Gomorrah answers, answer. so the answers. So we have this problem, we have the brysa of Azuti Devera Popi, that you are not, you're only allowed to do haforah on a dorem where it's necessary for Shabbos. And we have Al Mishnah which, which Ravashi points out, is clearly allowed to do haforah on any nadorim. So it's Tanahi, it's, it's Maklokes Tanahim, and it's based on the Maklokes we saw yesterday. Haforahs nadorim Kolayom, Reb Yoisi, Reb Yehudah, Reb Lozah, Reb Shumun, You can do haforahs nadorim that day. I, up until nightfall, that's the Tana Kham's opinion. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Lozab, Rabbi Shimon, they hold only you have sorry, not only they hold you always have twenty-four hours. Says Amar in Tveilah, According to the opinion that you have the that you have that day to annul and no more, even a neder that is not necessary for Shabbos, he can do how far He can the husband can or father can cancel. The man to Amar Ma'isla Eis for Zarech in shalom, Shabbos. No. and according to the opinion, he said that you have always have 24 hours. Then, if it's necessary for Shabbos, you are allowed to do Hafarah. And if it's not necessary for Shabbos, you can wait till Motzei Shabbos. You still you have 24 hours from when he hears about it, so he'll always be have a chance after Shabbos to um, do hafarah, and therefore he would not be allowed. To. So interesting. I, I would rephrase this and say that if you're only allowed to do Hafara until nightfall. That makes it necessary to do the haphorah on Shabbos. Because if he doesn't do hafora on Shabbos, then he can't do it after Shabbos. Even when, so it's, it's not necessary for Shabbos, but it's necessary for the hafora. Otherwise he's going to lose out, and it's going to cause... Remember, it's something that affects their marriage or him or her um, her physically. So it's... Uh, 25 hours, you have to lose an opportunity. Yeah. As we said, uh, it probably kicks in at it says... I can say, if he, takes, if he hears about the Nerebein not sure if he's still allowed it, so, but yeah, let's assume from dark to dark, so it would be like that. But, so he loses that opportunity, therefore we allow him to the d'orim on Shabbos. A question, I think it's the Prima Godim, I don't remember, but they do ask on this then, but you can always do Hattoris the so, to? It? I think the Prima Godim, he's a commentary on Shulchan Aruch. He's built on the, the different sections of Shulchan Aruch. Interestingly, each one seems to have two primary commentaries, I, I, I don't know if primary like the, the starting point of when you learn in the commentaries on Shulchan Arach, and that on Arachayim it's called the Mogen Avram and the Taz, uh, I, I don't remember what it's called on Arachayim but the Taz. So the Prima Godim has a, uses those as a springboard and he's that's I mean it's phenomenal if you look at how much he's written I don't know how one person can write that much never mind so brilliantly such deep and uh, well thought out things I mean he's quite hard to it's not like the easiest some commentaries are easier to read he's very very hard to read um but he he's a, so he uses those two commentaries again in Orachaim with the morgan Aram, as a springboard to discuss all further issues so if one of them say the reason why Taurus and Torim is X or or The reason you can do a forest nadarim is uh, is X. Then, he, like we said, uh, merse he will then use that as a springboard to discuss. Well, does it. Is a merse Is it not? And all interesting questions. So he's built on them, but he's almost independent. Um, so he asks on. Uh, he asks on this point. He says, "But why? I think it's him. But why can't you just do a torus nadarim?" So don't do the hafara. Her husband loses out the chance of cancelling it. And then she can just go and do. On Motzei Shabbos, go find a panel of three men and say, uh, do haphorahs and before then." Especially as who hold, you can just do it through I Something one answer could be, maybe she doesn't really, she was happy up until this stage of her net. So then she can't do harata, And then you have to look for a petach. Which would undermine the netter from the time it was taken, had you known it, which is quite tricky. So maybe that's one possibility. It's not necessarily so straightforward to just do Hattorah. Hafora, the husband just says, okay, cancelled. But Hattorah is not so straightforward. I was thinking another possibility is just the extra the mission of now you have to find three people. Um, another possibility is, I don't know if you, we would say this, is, if this is the difference we want to say, but with Hattorah, Um, a Torah um, you remember a Torah cancels the vow as if it never was maybe she's fairly she feels what she's done is good up until this point so she doesn't want to make it as if she's never taken the vow but her husband wants to cancel it, so he'll cancel it from now onwards. So maybe she still wants to have had that vow. Okay, I'm not sure, but either way, that's just something to think about. Um, why is haphorah necessary to be done? You have to do it on Shabbos, because if you don't, then she can't do haphorah. Okay, when Shabbos, you can go to a sage to have the Dorim. Cancelled if it's necessary for Shabbos. Is this even where, is this only where they did not have time or even where they did have time? Ah, you could have gone on Thursday or Friday morning to get your vow cancelled. And you left it for Shabbos because you were lazy or you knew in it would be it would be easy to find three people to do it on Shabbos. So you left it for Shabbos, so you're still allowed to do it on Shabbos. Says Yeah, the Rabbanan made themselves available to cancel the Dorim of the son of Rav Zutra, the son of uh, Rav Zeira, even though he could have actually got them cancelled on erev Shabbos. It says Mishum de merci kedina Rav Rabbi Joyce I thought maybe you should only be allowed to go to a Yochid Mumche to get your vow cancelled for HaTorah's Nadorim on Shabbos, but not going to three regular people because that looks like a court case. As I mentioned, one of the concerns with HaTorah's Nadorim is you have three people sitting there, someone standing before them, it looks like a court case, which you're not allowed to do on Shabbos. So if you're going to a Yochid Mumche, remember there's two ways to do HaTorah. One is you go to a Yochid Mumche, someone who has the... The expertise and often it refers to a sage who has smicha, which interestingly enough he could actually be judging a court case but it's not as often you go to a court case before a single individual and three people look much less like a looks much more like a court case so right, have thought we should make this distinction only before you Abaya says to him look, once we hold that you can do our Torahs Nidorim standing which we know judges have to sit. This is important because these questions come up on, on Erev Rosh Hashanah when everyone's doing Hattorius Nadorim. Or Afilu Bekrovim, even relatives. Generally, your brother is not allowed to judge you, he's not allowed to testify with you, etc. But by Hafilu Bekrovim, it can be a relative, your brother, your father, etc. Hafilu and even at night, you're also allowed into court cases and not. Hataras Nadarim never looks like a court case. I say they're totally, you're right, you're going before three people. But at, at its essence, it's so different to a court case, you won't make that mistake. I mean, the rich extends it. He goes, so on Shabbos, and this I, I don't understand why we shouldn't understand, but on Shabbos, during the day, you can go before a seated panel of three judges to do Hataras Nadarim says what we say because at its essence it is different i find that a little bit difficult because that is messy you know. so i wasn't sure i mean the ritual says it but i'm not sure I and mean, i guess it's more to do with just the whole thing of hattarus and the whole atmosphere is different yeah, but with medorin you're not asking them to judge something yeah yeah well, you're not, not asking them for a judgment mm-hmm. yeah maybe that's what a whole lot of yeah. Yeah. things yeah. Um, and that's in its that's essence, it's uh, very, the whole demeanour is different, completely <laughs> um, yeah. different. They do have to think of a far why it should be allowed, or is your makharot but it's not a, you very different. <coughs> yeah. so, um, uh, so, that would probably explain the reason. Omer Ibi Omar of Rav, Khuna, Rav. Allah, Khamehfirin, the Abba said in the name of Rav Huna, in the name of Rav, the nah, halacha is you're allowed to anal nadorim at night. Bahamah nisin hi, nondro belele Shabbos. Why is he telling us this? It's our Mishnah. The Mishnah says you're allowed to anal nadorim on the night, eve of Shabbos. Shabbos night, Friday night. So, nish olim no, what he's saying is you're allowed to do hator, you're allowed to go to the sage, you're allowed to do Hattorah even at night. I again, even though there is a similarity between HaTorah's Medorim and a court case, and that similarity seems to almost end with that you need either a Yochim Munche or three people, again, like a court case, you could still do HaTorah at night. So I mean, so far we've seen multiple differences between HaTorah's Medorim and at its essence you're not being judged, but we've seen multiple differences um night standing relatives the only similarity we've seen on the other hand is that it's three people are there any other similarities between a court case and a Torah so interestingly I think if I remember um, I think it's maybe Eger, says that yeah there is another similarity is that when we say you don't need a your relative can be a judge, still has to be someone who is kosher to judge. So if for whatever reason your relative or this other person would not be allowed to be a judge. Your relative is allowed to be a judge, just not for you in a court case. You can be a judge for someone else. So that sort of person could be. It says, Rab abba, Did Rav really say this? There's two different ways of the sugei, but I'll explain it the one way. Um, he says, Rav was silent. I said this, I, ch- I like, made this point, that you can do hatoras the at and, and Rav was silent. I took that silence as agreement. He didn't say, no, you're wrong, he just left it. He says, Do you mean... That Rav was more silent, but maybe he didn't bother. You know, when you're listening to two children talk and one of them says, a fact that's wrong, you're not going to correct it, you're going to just leave it. Or someone said something totally ridiculous, you're not even going to bother to respond. So maybe Ishtikhi was silent. Or maybe it was like when you tell your friend, "Oy, stay calm, out, drink. You say, "Yeah, have a cup of coffee. And unless he actually says, no, I don't want it, or you pour someone a glass of water and you say, drink, here, yeah, have a drink. Unless they actually, their silence is agreement. So which one was it? So, Omar ra- Rav Bar Abin, Rav Bar Abin, so, so from that actual story, could be that Rav never held by that, says, but Rav Bar Abin said, le- Rav le- Rav be- de- Rav, o- It says, No, there was a case where. Rav made himself available to announce the vow of Rabbah in one of the rooms of the base of the yeshiva, and he was standing, he was alone, and it was night. I all think it wouldn't work as if it was had to be like a court case, but the important one for us is Lila, is that at night. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's just an interesting thing. Sometimes, like when someone says something, you respond either you say, No, that is not true, or sometimes you just let them say it because it's so ridiculous or no point in uh, raising, getting caught up in the issue. Um, but that so that was his question. When Rav was silent, which one was it? And they didn't answer, but then they brought another case where someone witnessed Rav um, judging uh, and material. Uh, uh, Permitting an error on Shabbos. Omar Rabbah said in the name of Rabbah Nachman, Halacha is as follows. Nish'alim oimei You're allowed to get your du-hatarus Nadorim standing by an individual at night on Shabbos and with relatives and by relatives even if you had time on Arab Shabbos um, and again but this would obviously be as we know um that are necessary for Shabbos and once you wait for the hatara for after Shabbos and Yechidi must mean Yachid um, mufeh, an expert uh, an expert and then the Gomorrah asked, Oy, mate, you telling me you can the Nadorim standing? But we learned in a brisa, this was someone came to Rabban Gamliel, and they asked him to annul the Nadorim, and he says, Yoron. Rabban Gamliel got off from his donkey, he wrapped himself in his talus, in his garment, and he sat, and he permitted the neder. So it seems like Rabban Gamliel holds you have to sit. He got off his donkey to sit. And not only that, interestingly enough, when he said, judges would wrap themselves in a court, in, a, in their talus when they were judging. Um, I'll explain that now, how it fits in. But it seems very much like Rabban Gamliel made like a court case. So the You have to fill in the word, Rabban Gamliel holds you do not with just um, you need to totally uproot the neder. and therefore it needs uh, focus and concentration and that 's why he sat i there's We've mentioned this a few times. There's a whole. Point. There's two ways to do to permit a vow when you go before sage. one is he can ask if you regret the vow from the moment you've taken it. He says, "Did you regret the vow?" Then that's the simple one, and you say yes. Then he permits the net. You don't have to come up with anything. You just have to say, "I took the vow in anger and I regret it. I, like, I just I really upset that I took it." So he can say, "Okay, that's permitted. That's with just harata." There's another level, and this Rabbi Gamliel holds you up at this level, is you have to find a reason why the neder is baseless. Just saying, I wish I never took it, is not good enough. You actually, and that's what we call a petacha opening. It has to be along the lines, as we've mentioned, the example of Phineas, had I known that it would be a wedding, I would never have taken the neder not to eat. Uh, not to eat or, had I known my son's bris would... T- fall out on a Monday, I would never have taken a netter too fast on Mondays. You know, something like that. Again, it can't be with light, etc. But um, but you have to find a reason why he would not have taken the netter. Not that he regrets taking it, but he probably would. In his anger, he would still take it again. That's why, had he known this fact, he would not have taken the netter. That's, uh, so, Ralph holds you need the second. And therefore, you have to actually concentrate and think about it that's why Rav sat down so that he could, you know, not in the middle of writing, so he could sit down and think about it and pay attention to work out whether this counted as a Pesach or to help the guy find the Pesach. So that requires, and that's why he sat down. And this also explains, there's two reasons why you would wrap yourself and put your talus over your head. The one is there's less distraction, which is clearly what Rav wanted. And the other is the judges, I don't know if they still do it. I have a feeling they don't. But they used to do it partly out of almost out of awe because it brings that the shchina comes to a judgment of a court case. The shchina makes sure that the judgment is correct. Or if the judges, if the judges, obviously being responsible and doing all the required things he needs to do, um, he judge. Um, then the shchina is there. By the judgment, so they would put it on out of respect, you know, kind of like when we in that and I think the same thing with Amida. why many people we put the talis over our head during the middle for both of those, one is less distraction, and also to the extra always standing before the king of kings. So that would be why Rabbi Gamil did those two practices again for concentration, but not because he was like he was judging a court case that you have to sit and you know that you have to sit. You know, you'd have to say. Among Rav Nachman holds that you can annul a neder with kharata with just regret. Therefore, you can be standing. And it, makes, it doesn't take a lot of concentration. The guy just tells you when He comes to you to ask you to annul His neder, and He says, "I regret taking it." You can annul the neder. It's interesting. So. um let's finish this and then I'll uh, just interesting discussion on this uh, will slightly re- relevant to a lot of this meseta, but almost more pertinent to think about in these contexts is just now that we're discussing actually doing gharot, uh, and ha it says have you seen the, the have you bumped into any of the sages that have come from the West, come from Aries Yisrael? And they're saying, Is the Kule cool, Rabbon the Bar Abin The made themselves available to the son of Rabb Hunabar and they permitted his Neder. However, they gave him a bit of Musa. Go and daven for forgiveness, for mercy, because you have sinned. Ah, you took a Neder. And granted, we've cancelled the netter. You've still done an avera. Kamei Ravdimi Achva deratzafra, like Ravdimi, the brother of Rav Safra, taught Someone who takes a netter, even if he fulfills his netter. he's called a choite. Omar Azvid crow Azvid says, <laughs> what is the puzzle? What's the source? Says If you Stop, But almost as if you never take the Dorim, then you won't have sinned. if you did not stop, I you did take a netter, there is a sin. This so, is Tanya, we learned a memorize. So that's a Musa regarding taking the torah Even if you, um, uh, even if you, uh, even if you take a netter and you keep it, there's an aspect of, so listen, this is the Musar that the, the Rabbon and Mimarova, the sages from Israel at that time, who it uh, seems they were visiting Babel, they uh, gave this Musa when they permitted Nidorim. You know, you still have to do uh, diamond for forgiveness because you've taken a netter. If someone says to his wife, call she, If someone just says to his wife, any Nidorim that you have taken. The simplest way is that he's heard about an netter and he's saying the Nidorim that you have taken that I know about. I don't want those medorim. Or he says, ain't Neder." Or he says, it's not a Neder." Lo it doesn't count as anything. It doesn't count as hafora. Hafora has to be very explicit. The husband has to say, your Neder is cancelled. Or I along the lines, something very clear. Not just saying, oh, I don't like it that you've taken a dorim. Or, oh, that doesn't count as a Neder. That's not good enough for hafora. Even though it's implied in his words that he doesn't like it and he wants it cancelled. It's not good enough for, for, for has to be has to be very explicit. On the other hand, when he's heard about the Neder and he says, He says, ah, that's, uh, I think it's beautiful what you've done. There's no one like you. Such a phenomenal person taking such a important... Neder. If you hadn't taken that Neder, I would impose that Neder on you. His words stand. I, that is a valid Hakoma. I, very interesting. Um, a fora is not effective unless it's explicit but a comma is effective even where it's just implicit, even where it's just implied the run explains, he says what he thinks um, the difference is So, first point is, as I I mentioned, the run learns the first, the run actually, if I remember, yeah, the run brings two versions, but the easier version is that we're discussing a a past tense netter. We're not getting into it. can you annul a netter in advance? We're not really discussing that. The easiest way to learn is that we're discussing a netter that he heard about. So then the run says, this is the last line in my run. It says, I'll go one, a second last turn line in the run. It says, The explanation of what the price is as follows. If someone says about a neder that she already took, that was in the past, I don't like it that you take a netter. I don't want them. Or he says to her, That's not a good neder. That's not a neder. It doesn't count as anything because hafara requires a clear expression it's not good enough to be vague I don't really like that letter that does imply you're cancelling it but it's not clear So that, and whereas hafora requires a clear language and then if you just skip two lines down to the beginning of the third wide line says the safe because that's now he just explains why he's learning it in past tense. says the safe katani and the second clause of the Braisa teachers granted you need a clear expression with one of the languages that are mentioned later in the Braisa are sufficient. As we mentioned he just says ah oh, that's beautiful what you've done. Well, he says, oh, there's no woman like you. What a tzaddikus. Those are all good enough for a comma. Now he explains the reason. He says, the nirubah the time of the milsa, that appears in my eyes, the logic behind this is, the kiva in the time. and we'll see later on, K'ayim belibo, if he verifies the netter in his heart, it's good. So if he thinks, oh, he hears about his wife's netter, and he says, "Ah." Oh, He thinks, I like that letter, I'm verifying it. It takes effect. He says, These vague languages are no less than him, verifying it in his heart. We generally have a principle that um, saying something in your heart is very weak. So if saying it, if verifying it in his heart works, well then obviously verifying it with a not-clear expression would work. But regarding Havara, since we say that, doing it in his heart doesn't count. Therefore, even when he permits it, when he, when he says it with his lips, he has to do it clearly. Okay, so the Ram's explanation is we found that hafora does not work by thinking it, but Hakama does work by thinking it. Therefore, he says, where we see that by Hafara, uh, you need a clear expression, and by Torah, uh, but by uh, Hakoma, you don't need a clear expression. A person shouldn't say to his wife on Shabbos, Your Neder is cancelled, Your Neder is Mufar, which is the same way as he would do it during the week. Remember, Hafara has to be clear, so he says, Your Neder is cancelled, Your Neder is Mufar. He says, No, Ella Omar, what should he say to her? Take this and eat it. Take this and drink it. If she had a netter against wine or she had a netter against carbs, he takes, picks, picks up a delicious piece of cake and he says, Take this and eat it. That's a equivalent to a clear expression. So that's what the run points out. The action with the vague expression equals a clear expression. Actually, the action itself is very clear. Um, again, interesting enough, we see even on Shabbos, you shouldn't be. And now we see there is an aspect that you shouldn't be doing how far on Shabbos. Again, obviously, you're allowed if you hear about it, as you've said, but try to do it with a different language. You still need to think it in his heart, in clear language. Aisha, you should think the phrase, your Neder is cancelled. Tanya um, Beishamai. B'Sham I say that on Shabbos you do it in your heart but that cancels the letter in your heart in the weekday you have to express it and B'Sham will say no in both cases Shabbos and the weekday you can um, just say it with his heart. <laughs> we'll leave it inside uh, for today and just to mention I won't be tomorrow I'm not going to be here but Mark will give you a school stuff. Yeah, so I just wanted to start the year. I just want to be there for that, and then I was, uh, but for the rest, I'll <coughs> start. Um and, and then just the interesting thing, just with that So this is like a shinui in a way, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got to see what's the. So that's why I think it goes back to What's the problem with How Forest notary? Is it uh, more similar to a court case? How Forest, how would you say that it's like a court case? How Forest, the husband, just saying, I canceled it without any. Discretion. He doesn't even have to say, Do you regret it? she could be the happiest person with him there? And he can just, it's hard to, tell you what the problem is, but you sure still still do it in the way that you do it in the weekday. We do find this, what's called um weekday practices. That's a, again, a hard, hard zera um, to apply. When do you apply this thing that you're not allowed to do things that you would do during the weekday on Shabbos? That's one of the things they say, Well, you. I don't know if this is the correct type, but they say, why are you not going to ride a bicycle on Shabbos? Because that's a weak activity. Is it? I mean, if you, if bicycles were the mode of transport, that's how people got to work, maybe. But people only ride bikes for recreational, for sport now, so why couldn't you ride it on Shabbos? So it's a hard one. Um, they bring it, it comes up with doing things that make a lot of noise. it's uh, Things that are similar to business practice, I understand, like you know, measuring quantities carefully. So you're always in business, you're weighing it, you're measuring it. So that I understand it's business like, but it's not only limited to business like practice of to the Um uh, but here it seems also the language you use in doing things not yet yeah, not clear. Um, just also interesting, just on that musar thing. We did mention earlier, maybe if someone takes a neder or a shvur to do a mitzvah, they've done a great deed. A mitzvah, out, but you take a neder to do a mitzvah. This is quite earlier on in the mesepha. It's a great deed. Um, it's an interesting discussion of like when people want to motivate themselves to do something better. You know, struggling in diet. So you take a neder, I won't do X for the next week or something. You know, like, is that a good thing or is it a bad thing? Are you a is it a mitzvah? A good thing to do to take a neder to do a mitzvah. Or well, there it actually said that it, maybe it didn't say that it's to learn Torah. That like it we said it's a mitzvah. There it says the neder stands. Okay, so you can analyze when would it be a good practice. Is it ever a good practice? Should you find other ways to strengthen your character? Um, but something to think about. I don't really particular.